0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, January 11th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Farm Bureau takes a stand. OSHA advisors pushed on heat standard and House putting focus on China. AFBF, more money, no cuts for ag. The nation's largest farm organization is now on record calling for an increase in funding for the Farm Bill. Delegates to the American Farm Bureau Federation's annual meeting in San Juan, Puerto Rico adopted that position position after a spirited debate yesterday. If we don't make a case for ourselves, I don't know who else is going to make a case. A word of South Carolina Farm Bureau President Harry Ott. Why it matters? Well, Republicans on both sides of Capitol Hill want to use the upcoming debt ceiling debate to force Democrats to agree to spending cuts. In 2011, a similar debate led to a $23 billion set of cuts for Farm Bill spending afbf will make the case that farm programs should be left alone if lawmakers are really interested in keeping the food security of our country secure like it is and available to our people then they're going to have to go and find other places to cut that american farm bureau federation president zippy Duvall speaking to AgriPulse after the policy debate by the way AFBF's top leadership is feeling pretty good after the latest college football championships. Deval's Georgia Bulldogs thoroughly embarrassed TCU. And Vice President Scott Vanderwell was glowing after South Dakota State decisively won its first FCS title uh, on Sunday. Now, for more about AFBF's day long policy debate, read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter. It's available today. We also will preview a range of regular- Regulatory issues facing agriculture this year. House forming panel to counter China. The House voted 365 to 65 yesterday to create a special committee to guard against Chinese influence in the U.S., With House Speaker Kevin McCarthy making an impassioned speech in support of forming this committee. Worried about Chinese propaganda in our schools and uh, lobbying efforts in Washington? The Select Committee on China will shine a bright light on it, McCarthy said. Outraged that the Chinese Communist Party is buying American farmland, the committee will work to stop it, he said. McCarthy promised that the committee will be a bipartisan effort. The vote shows there is plenty of support on both sides of the aisle. Representative Mike Gallagher of Wisconsin was named to chair the committee. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak. After this, Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Good morning and welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Federal advisors urge to provide recommendations on heat standard. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration is in the process of developing heat regulations for workers and is pushing an advisory panel to provide recommendations. Speaking at a meeting of the National Advisory Committee on Occupational Safety and Health, OSHA's Andrew Levinson said the panel should keep working with all deliberate speed on this because OSHA is not sitting still and waiting. OSHA's latest regulatory agenda says the agency is currently analyzing the impact of a heat standard on small businesses. A committee work group is evaluating stakeholder comments submitted to OSHA on a possible standard as well as current workplace practices and hopes to have something to present at the next committee meeting in the spring according to Rebecca Rindell, Health and Safety Director at the AFL-CIO. By the way, the advisory committee committee adopted recommendations that OSHA correct and clarify misinformation in online materials on heat illness and injury. Continue to partner with community groups and expand use of social media and messaging apps to educate people about working in the heat. Soybean harvest underway in Brazil. Brazil's soybean harvest this year has started in the country's largest producing states in Mata Grosso in the center west region. But farmers in southern states, like Paraná, are delayed. That according to the consulting firm Agroal, Rio Grande do Sul, Brazil's southernmost state that borders Argentina and Uruguay, is exceptionally delayed. Some farmers there have not even completed planting due to abnormally hot and dry weather. There are still no signs of widespread crop failure there, says Agral, But the company warned that production estimates will be reduced if conditions remain adverse through January. The firm estimated in December that Brazilian 23 soybean production would reach 153.6 million metric tons. Agral will release its next forecast of it later this month. School meal programs near a tipping point. According to a school nutrition association report released yesterday, the vast majority of school districts are concerned about the adequacy of federal meal reimbursement rates when a temporary increase expires in July. Congress raised the rates by 40 cents per lunch and 15 cents per breakfast in the Keep Kids Fed Act Congress passed for the 22-23 school year. Nearly all districts surveyed by SNA are concerned about the rates dropping. School meal programs are at a tipping point as rising costs, persistent supply chain issues and labor shortages jeopardize their long-term sustainability, said School Nutrition Association President Lori Adkins. By the way, for a time during the pandemic, Congress allowed kids to get free school lunches nationwide. In those school districts that now charge for meals, participation in breakfast meals dropped. By 23% and 13% for lunch. Well, here's today's he said it. We don't live in a bubble, and that's why we need to stay involved. That Illinois Farm Bureau delegate Brian Duncan successfully arguing during the AFBF annual meeting against a proposal by the Texas delegation that called for pulling the United States out of the United Nations. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, January 10th, brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dalley.